Glory, glory, glory. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Wingfleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams and I'm joined by Pastor Trevor Main. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us. This is great. Yes, we're glad to be together again um, on our, as we're coming sort of to a close. This isn't quite the last message, but but almost it in almost our Revelation is, series. Yeah. And what a, what a great time. I mean, these weeks have gone by very quickly. And the book of Revelation is, has 22 chapters. And mm-hmm. we've only had, this will be the fifth, kind of we've gone five weeks into it and have one more to go. Yes. So we haven't been able to study every verse in detail. And I know sometimes the book of Revelation seems so overwhelming. And yeah. I heard this illustration of it seems like a 2,000 piece puzzle. Yes. I don't know if any of you have done a puzzle that big, like a huge puzzle, but you don't have a box with a picture on it. To try to put it all together and so in the book of revelation when i've read it gone through it seen all these things some of these things i just don't understand i don't know how they all fit together but some things i do and it's yes. been good to see the things come together that god has helped me to be able to put together and i hope there's helping you to put together yeah. everybody listening um, but then that we don't get frustrated that we don't have the whole thing mm-hmm. completed yet. Yes, that's a very human characteristic to be a bit frustrated and not understand it and then try and understand it of our own um of our from our own understanding. And I think God must know that we can't understand it all. Yeah. And yet he says and he it's says so, it in there. Okay, yeah. yeah that that some things it's it's apocalyptic yeah. language, it's a revelation, but it's not like yeah. it's not like a photograph or or something just very detailed in plain language Mm -hmm. there's lots of room for imagination and i think when it comes to god like we have to have imagination or we would we we can't grasp we can't put god in a box Wes made that clear in the week when he talked about god's transcendence and so if we don't utilize some imagination and some it might feel like exaggerated language or this apocryphal language Mm -hmm. um we're not accurately describing God, even if we could use concrete language. Yes. Because yeah, it's beyond. I think for me, the best part about studying Revelation has been that it's okay not to understand it. That's that's okay. Yeah. And we're not supposed yeah. to understand it in this lifetime. And that's okay. And don't worry about it. That's yeah. kind of... <laughs> yeah. And for me, I think along those lines, like not to sweat the stuff we can't understand, but yes. take to heart all of the things that we can yes. because they're there to encourage us, to inspire us. And it was mm-hmm. emphasized last week, this idea of standing firm, you know, mm-hmm. trouble's going to come, but we stand firm in our faith because we know in whom we've believed and he is able to help us and keep us firm to the end. Yes. And this focus this week is the the glory theme. It's like if yeah. we could just, it gives us a glimpse of the end of the story. Mm-hmm. We don't know how it's all exactly going to unfold, but we have the end quite clear, certainly still using our imaginations, but beautiful, yes. Yes. positive, glorious I, finish. It does leave on a, it leaves on a high note, which is good. Yeah. Which is good. It's a beautiful ending and, um, and there's blessing there. So as we read this, like, I think it's so fascinating how the book of Revelation opens with this promise of blessing. Mm-hmm. You know, it says blessing, blessed are those who read this book aloud. Mm-hmm. Blessed are those who hear it and blessed are those who keep what is written in it. And so I've been focusing on the first two. Well, I'm actually focusing on all three, <laughs> but it's been interesting this week. I said, I want the blessing. And so yeah. I'm going to read this book out loud. And so I spent oh. an hour, it took an hour to read the whole book out loud to wow. myself. No one got to hear it, but I thought I need to hear it too. So now I'm, I've been listening to yes. the audio podcast, the audio broadcast, the audio recording of it yes. through the U version. I like that too, yeah. especially for revelation. I found that to be very helpful to hear it. And I haven't completed it, but it's, um, 
it's been a blessing. Mm-hmm. But then I know the big biggest blessing is doing what it says, like apply, applying yes. what I'm learning as best I can. And it says, you know, blessed are those who keep what is written in it. And mm-hmm. so for everybody listening, encourage you, listen, read it out loud, listen to it, <laughs> listen to us. We're talking together. These kind of conversations are so helpful. Mm-hmm. And then in the end, as we understand what the Bible is calling us to do, let's do it. Yeah. And it's it's worth it. The end is so worth it. Yeah. Awesome. So what had you shared about on yeah. Sunday? Yeah, so Sunday's focus mm-hmm. was glory. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been looking in the book of Revelation at some broad themes the last few weeks in the theme of glory. And I just think if we could just, uh, like, I, have you ever had a snow day? Oh, Anybody yeah. Anybody listening, you know, it's kind of everything stops because there's just all this snow. We can't do what we normally would do. And I find it fascinating with glory that there are glory days. Ah, when God reveals okay. himself in glory and everything stops, we can't continue because God's glory has appeared in our midst and we just have to pause. Mm-hmm. And that happened in the Old Testament with the dedication of the temple. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the temple was being dedicated, the glory of the Lord appeared and it says the priests could no longer continue their services because the smoke and the glory of God so filled the temple, yeah. everyone just had to stop. So it was a glory day. I can think of another one. Was another one. Um, when Jesus was born, the glory of the Lord shone, where does it say that? The glory of the Lord shone round them. The angels coming to the shepherds. The angels coming yeah. to the shepherds. So in some ways, it was a stop work for them. Yeah. You know, they left their sheep they had in them. the field and they yeah. went and <laughs> Jesus had their attention. Yes. And there's another one. Okay. It's future. Ah. Glory when Jesus comes in glory, <laughs> yep. everything's going to stop. Every knee is mm-hmm. going to bow and say, here's Jesus coming on the clouds. Every eye will see him. It's a glory Every day. Every will confess. Every, mm-hmm. yeah, things are going to stop. Um, we're not going to, it's going to be more than a snow day. Uh, but along those lines to think this is a day when something out of our control requires us to stop. And in this case, it's the glory of God. Mm -hmm. And if we can just catch a glimpse of it and that's the book of revelation helps us with that. And on Sunday, I read a whole medley of verses and I could have read more. I think Mm -hmm. I read 14 sort of passages displaying the glory of God. It kind of starts like, behold, behold, catch this the glory of God and a whole bunch of those verses. And that's why we say just glory, 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 glory to God for what he's done in the past, glory to God for what he's doing in the present. Mm -hmm. And then because of what we're reading in the book of Revelation, glory to God for what's going to happen in the future. Mm -hmm. It's amazing how many worship songs are in Revelation. I I didn't realize that, I don't think, until... I've read Revelation more, of course, this yep. past over the past several weeks, and I didn't realize yep. that. There's a lot of singing. Yes. Yeah. And singing helps us because we think, how do we express God's praise? And doing that in song just seems to fit so well. Like God's yeah. created us with this capacity to worship. People do it secularly as well. Yeah. But certainly spiritually, an expression through song helps us put emotion and words together in honor to, to God. So. Mm-hmm. You know, Julie, when it comes to glory, and for all of you listening, I think it's fascinating. And many people would say, yeah, God is glorious. You know, if you believe in God, you say he's so amazing, so powerful. But it's such uh, an interesting revelation through the revelation of Jesus Christ found in this book of Revelation that the glory of God is not just something he retains totally for himself, although Mm -hmm. he deserves all the glory. Yes. But it spills over on us. Those those who who put their faith in Jesus and follow him are recipients of God's glory. Mm -hmm. We're invited to share in his glory. And there were two illustrations that I highlighted through the book of Revelation, two sort of special revelations within the book that brought that into greater clarity for me. And one was an illustration of war Mm -hmm. and the other an illustration of wedding. 
warring and what <laughs> those are very, so big contrast. very contrast very opposite <laughs> but some of people have watched war movies or you're yes. familiar with war and you know there's sometimes like the 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 drama of war the pain of war um, often there's a glory element as well like the soldiers the the people that go out to fight they have this cause and then the winners get the glory yes maybe you don't agree with all the causes you don't agree with all the wars <laughs> But a person who comes through the war victorious generally, you know, is, is glorified. Like they have glory. Yeah. And uh, we see that throughout the Old Testament when there was fighting and wars that the, the winners took the glory. Mm -hmm. And there's this tremendous battle that's being unfolded. We get to see glimpses of it here and there between good and evil, between the devil and God and mm -hmm. the devil and his demonic forces, his followers and God and his followers. And I think we experience that to a degree, but in the, to many different degrees. And yet, as we read the book of Revelation and this war actually comes, it seems like it increases toward mm -hmm. the end. And yet, it's like the devil in fury unleashes all of his power trying to yeah. topple God. And, and the devil actually wants the glory. Yeah. Glory is something that he's envious of. <laughs> and he wants it so badly that he's willing to fight for it. Mm-hmm. And he wants people to worship him. He wants people to bow down to him. And we saw that in the New Testament when we followed in the footsteps of Jesus and saw him in his encounters with evil when the devil was face to face with Jesus and said, you know, bow down. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you this yes. if you bow down to me. He was trying to make a deal. But the what Jesus was asked to give up was his glory. Like to say, I'm going to worship the devil. Yes. And the devil will give me these kingdoms of the earth. And Jesus refused to do that. Mm -hmm. um, but they, then it says then and it says and the devil left him until an opportune was going to leave him I think it says until an opportune time mm. and I wonder if that's in the book of Revelation the devil's still looking for this opportune time yeah. to come back and and get the glory and uh, and we get to read the end of the story yeah who gets the glory in the war <laughs> not him not God him. gets the God glory. gets the glory yeah. and he shares it with us and those that follow yes. him get the glory as well mm -hmm. so like we're part of the same team yeah on Jesus team and when Jesus wins his win is our win mm -hmm. and it's a beautiful thing i mean we as much as we hate war we hate we, i just we regret that this conflict is even there but it's not our choice so the devil's the devil's yeah. choosing to war against god and trying to recruit warriors and evil powers for his side um, but in the end we know he loses and god gets the glory and is maybe you address this too uh but is is this referring to an actual war? This is a spiritual war they're talking about, or is it unknown? <clears throat> are things oh, this is not are, a good question, no, is it, Trevor? Question. Sorry. It's a great question. We, we won't be able to fully answer it. Yep. But let me ask this. Are spiritual things unreal? If no. something is spiritual, no, no, I it's meant still real. Physical. physical. Yeah. yeah. And the physical and the spirit. I, I kind of get you. I'm just kind of playing around because I believe <laughs> the spiritual is just as real, if not more real, yes. than the things that we can touch, see, smell, taste. Yes. And yet I think the spiritual warfare that happens in the heavenly realms and in the earthly sphere does break through into physical, has a physicality yes. to it. Mm -hmm. And so some of the suffering, some of the killing, the wars, the tribulations, the temptations are part of Satan's attacks trying to recruit people discourage those who are following mm -hmm. jesus to continue that he wants the glory he wants people who are worshiping god now to worship him yes and so he's going to do all that he can to gather his worshipers to build his army and so that happens and there's sort of physical things happen i don't think we give the devil all the credit for all the bad things that happen but some of that i think is utilized and leveraged 
to build his kingdom, mm -hmm. his glory, even though it's doomed for failure. Mm -hmm. And that's what we see at the end of the story. You know, there's sort of two options for people. There's either a wedding day or a doomsday. <laughs> and so we're living in this opportunity where we get to share the good news. And this book of Revelation is like a fifth gospel. Uh, revealing more about Jesus. We have Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John mm -hmm. uh, that tells the story of Jesus. But Revelation continues the story. It gives the end of it. So in some ways, you could say this is like the a fifth gospel. Mm -hmm. And it tells us the war is intensifying, but Jesus says, I'm coming. Mm -hmm. um, I'm coming. I'm, I'm going to win the war. And my bride is being prepared even as we speak. And that's the yes. church. The bride is being dressed in beautiful white Yes. which are the righteous acts of the saints mm -hmm. so that as we engage in loving God and loving our neighbors, it's like we're being dressed and prepared as a bride to be presented to the groom. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the book, Jesus says, and I am coming, I am coming soon. And he's coming to receive his bride and take him, take the bride, his church to be with him in the heavenly realms. And it's sort of this beautiful establishing this new home it's like mm -hmm. a husband and wife. You think, what's such so yeah. beautiful? You know, my daughter just got married in September. Yeah. We're so excited. She, it was such a beautiful day when she was, was married. Yeah. They just had been blessed to be able to buy a home. So they're going to establish their home together yeah. and looking forward to the future for them as husband and wife. Take that earthly joy and glory and raise it a thousandfold yeah. to the heavenly realms where we are married to Christ forever in this most intimate of relationship with God, knowing him, him knowing us, and enjoying that relationship for all eternity. Mm. It's, that will be glory. Yeah. Oh, you paint a beautiful picture, Trevor. And it, I'd like to, <laughs> I want to. I mean, I, Revelation I, paints a beautiful it, picture. That's what I mean. Yeah. How can we, we, we don't have the words to describe it other than to say it is so desirable and if you are listening and you have not decided to follow Jesus mm. and to join the Jesus team, by all means, do it. Now's the time. Yeah. Uh, don't put it off. Um, Jesus is coming. He wants us to be ready. And there will be glory, 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 glory for all of those who follow Jesus in spite of the persecution, in spite of the tribulation, in spite of the difficulty, stand firm to the end and we will be saved. Mm -hmm. Wow. Ooh, that was Wonderful. Do you have anything else to add? <sighs> I think that last challenge to, to yeah. trust in Jesus and follow him was sort of where I wanted to land in the end of this podcast. Beautiful. Just an encouragement. Um, God is glorious. Behold the glory of the Lord hmm. and then receive that glory by participate in that glory. Enjoy that by trusting him and following him to the end. Wonderful. Thank you, Trevor. And if you, um, if you did pray today or if you want to know more about what Trevor was telling you about, please email him, um, trevor at waynefleetbic.com. He'd love to hear from you. And my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com. So as we have mentioned a couple of times, we are having a pastor's panel on November 26th, where we will um, do our best to respond to as many questions as we are able. And we'd love to hear your questions. So please email any of the staff members. We would love to um, compile those and do our best to respond. So. Yeah. And Julie, I wonder if we can't respond all of them on Sunday, if in our next podcast, we might even be able to well, continue with some of those questions. We'll see. That's I a great idea. Yet, I love it. Stay yeah. tuned for the next podcast too. That'll please be, it'll do. be good. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye everybody.